When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S dot com. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Welcome to So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey, the podcast where we cover all the pop culture we love to hate. From the classic reality TV moments of the past and present to the latest Daily Mail headlines and everything in between. We'll dive into all the infamous and notorious messes you can't stop watching. I'm looking at you, Jax Taylor. I'm your host, Ryan Bailey. Lord, nigga, grip on my balls. Set the ladies to love me from the beaches. 
feel I'm making, but all the hustles they love it just to see one of us make it. Came from the bottom of pop to the top of the pops. Nigga, London, Woo! Japan, and I'm straight off the block. Like a running back, get it, man? I'm straight off the block. I could run it back, nigga, cause I'm straight with the rock. Folks, welcome to So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey. This is your buddy Ryan after a very, very long weekend spent very much, very, very much online. How are we all doing? Uh, I got to go over the... (laughs) Got to go over the podcast schedule because I'm sure some of you guys might be a little confused with how much. Um, man, I thought I released a lot before, but there, I mean, listen, I've got to release a lot of emotions. In fact, I was just listening to the beginning of the podcast. Um, the you know, welcome to so bad is good. Da, 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 da. And at the very end, I'm like, I'm looking at you, Jax Taylor, because we talk about all the disgusting pop culture we love to hate. I've got to change that. I, I mean, do I have to change the narration at the, the, the beginning show intro to say I'm looking at you, Tom Sandoval? Do I have to change... Do I have to change the cover art for the podcast now? And by the way, I, I, I want to just go on record, too, just right off the bat. Like, I feel this exact same way about Jax Taylor still. I feel the exact way about DJ James Kennedy. I feel the exact way about Tom Schwartz. These aren't good people. These aren't the people to take your cues from, especially when it comes to relationships. Uh, but they're they're good-looking guys, right? They have that. And if, if you're good-looking, that seems to be that seems to be forgiveness. You can forgive if they're good-looking. Um Obviously, still working through some anger issues here myself. <laughs> anger issues myself. How the heck are you guys doing? If you're joining me and you, um, you're you not on Instagram and you're not on Twitter or Twatter and you're not on Daily Mail and you're not on Instagram, then listen, I'm going to walk you through what happened. Um, but also, we've got an amazing show. Um, I'm going to walk you through the release schedule and tell you why I did what I did. Um, because today we have Andrea Denver from Summer House. Yes, he's a back. He's a back. He's amazing. That is my Andrea Denver imitation. And he is just the best dude. And he is just a bright ray of sunshine. And I am so happy to have him on today, especially so we can remember that there's good people out there. And you know what's great about Andrea? We talk about his relationship with his girlfriend, Lexi, and how he really does love her and how he had to, like, you know, he, you know, he did the right thing in their relationship and he got to a point where he knew he wanted to be in a committed relationship. Now, I say all these things now, knock on wood, please don't make me stupid one more time. I seem to be wrong about everybody, but I get such a great feeling from Andrea. You know what? I'm not going to, I'm going to stop standing anybody in Bravo culture, uh, but I really like this dude and he's back tonight on Summer House. So you got to check it out. He is such a much needed breath of fresh air in Summer House and in the Bravo universe right now at this moment, because what we're coming off of 
is we found out on Friday that Tom Sandoval and Ariana Maddox have uh, split because Tom San- Tom Sandoval, Scandoval, Schmuckaball, uh, all, however we're calling him, whatever we're calling him these days, uh, he, he cheated. He's been in a relationship or, you know, Raquel, Rachel, Rasnail, whatever you want to call her. They've been in or they were cheating or something. For a period of time, I'm sure a lot more details, confirmed details will come out. Remember to always, that's the other thing I keep reminding people. It's fun to, to read Reddit and it's fun to read Dumois. And it's, fun, it's, you know, some of it's like that Patrick dude is not fun who's just making up rumors right and left. I just want to remind people once again, you can make up screenshots. You can do it really easily. And really, you know, go by people's past reputations. That Patrick Summers kid did the exact same thing with Lisa Rinna. And Kathy Hilton at the Aspen thing, which I yelled about at the time. This is the same shit. Just, I mean, think about it. um, Because basically what I'm referring to is he's saying that Tom also got another girl pregnant and then paid for her abortion. And uh, he had all these screenshots to prove it. I, in uh, Sunday's episode that I released, I, I reminded people you can fake all of that stuff. Also reminding people, and this is not standing up for Tom because he is a schmuck and I don't put anything past him. Um, Tom doesn't really use his Instagram except to post shitty apologies and, and things to do with his band, but he's not active on social media. Uh, that's just that's just the reality of that. So him putting things in writing on Instagram DMs isn't like him regardless. He's stupid in tons of other ways. That's just not one of them. Even though I know the, I I saw it all over TikTok too. And I was trying to leave comments of like, guys, look into this shit before you post it. But I get the, I get the urge and he's a really bad guy in terms of just the real stuff. You can prove that he did that. We don't even need this other stuff. But anyways, he uh, has had a a relationship, I guess, with Bambi. And uh, it's disappointing all the way around. If you're a lover of the show, maybe you're super thrilled and excited because it gives this show legs. But I've been thinking a lot about this uh, so much uh, since Friday because, you know, Ariana to me, and I think she comes off like this on the show, is just a really good person. I have the privilege to know her outside of that. I think that's another reason why I'm kind of like, whew. And of course, if you're a listener of this podcast, you know I've gone to bat for Tom Sandoval so much. Um, I was just, uh, somebody was pointing out Friday's episode that I did, I, I, I recorded Thursday night, which was a Vanderpump Rules episode four solo recap. And I was like, oh, Sandoval, I love him. I love him. And I would do a completely different podcast now. And that's why when Wednesday's episode comes out, it's going to be gloves off, man. It is, I, this is not, this is going to completely pepper and shade every lens in which I view this show and him. So it is going to be darker, darker, and meaner probably for a little bit. Um, because I just think this dude is a number one schmuck territory. But what I was saying was that uh, Ariana is a really good person um, on screen, and she's that same way off screen. So this is really devastating, not only for her, but all of her close friends around. I mean, just think about the life that they've built. They've built a real life. Um, I can assure you that this was not a fake relationship, and I can assure you this is not a fake storyline. Um, I know that's another tendency we have of like, oh, this is all fake for ratings. I wish people, I mean, sometimes people are this uh, conniving and deceiving, but a lot of those people are just that way even on the show, regardless of planning. Um, You can kind of see a lot of this with like the hubbub around 
Ariana and Tub right now, like who's like rushing to like, I don't know. It, it, it's weird. But regardless, what I kept thinking was, why is this so devastating for a lot of us? And I think it's because we feel that Ariana is a really good person. But I think also, because I was like, at the end of the day, he is no better than Jax Taylor now. This is just disgusting. This is like, you know, taking the worst shit where you eat, <laughs> you know, where where you work and where you eat. I, I, I um, Well, I, I thought I was like not as angry, but I think I am still as angry about this. But the difference is... It was shocking with Jax. We kind of expected it because he was always the villain in a way. But the other thing, and this is no slam against Britney, it really honestly isn't, um, is that we didn't root for Jax and Britney as a couple the way we have rooted for Ariana. And I'll throw Tom in there because he was the other half of that relationship. But we saw a lot of special moments, uh, whether it be her talking about her mental health and him there supporting her, whether it be his band, her always there supporting him. You know, there was this foundation, I thought, that that showed on TV that was built on love and respect. Uh, obviously, from one side of that, that was completely incorrect for, for one of those people. Um, and I, I think that's the thing is that at the end of the day, we were rooting, I th- I think, for them and the life that they were trying to make for themselves. You know, he said, you know, we might not get married, but this house that we bought together is kind of like our marriage. Well, guess what, Tom? You suck at marriage then. You really do. That's you're, you're really bad at it. So thank God you didn't. Thank God you didn't get married. Thank God you did not convince her to marry you because that would have been awful. But you just have a house that you considered your marriage that you completely ruined. Um, well, believe me, we're gonna get to, we're gonna get to Andrea, and he's gonna make you laugh, and it's gonna be so positive and happy. I'm just gonna do a couple of more things about Vanderpump Rules, a couple news stories, and then we'll get to that. Remember, there's a timestamp you can skip right to Andrea. Um, but I just keep thinking, and there was paparazzi photos of Ariana today with a big bag of McDonald's and uh, her flipping off the paparazzi camera. And I think she shouted, fuck you. Um, and listen, if I didn't have a reason to like Ariana even more, that's, I mean, a bag of McDonald's and a middle finger. Are you, I mean, dream girl, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Tom, you fucking idiot. Raquel probably doesn't know even which finger is her middle finger. You know what I'm saying? Like, Raquel's like, what are these? Sandoval told me these are fingers. And by the way, you know what? I was complimenting her voice all season that she finally got into her voice. I'm back to the old Raquel voice. Tom, I love you, Sandoval. I can't even give a toast. What's up with that? Remember that when she was crying to DJ James Kennedy last season because she couldn't give a toast? Mm. Mm. But Tom was uh, photographed by paparazzi with a horrible looking uh, jacket. So horrible that I probably would own it. And with a cigarette. And he looked like he was smiling. He saw the paparazzi and it looked like this dude had a smile. And I just was like, dude... I mean, it, it. I think that really just even bothered me all over again because there's still that part of me that wants to believe that this dude realizes what a fucking dork move he made, how he hurt somebody instead of being honest with her, how he really put a lot of his life in shambles as well as his business partners and Schwartz and all that stuff, which I love that he was rushing out to apologize to them first. You fucking doofus. Um... Sorry, I know this comes off so angry. I know, I know. Um, 
but he smiled. And I just thought, you know, if there's a, if he knows just how much he messed up, maybe that's like some space for redemption. And like I said on the podcast today, I know that this, this is his life's not over, nor should it be. Uh, bad things happen all the time. In fact, a lot of you guys have shared really horrible stories that have happened to you with cheating and breakups and stuff like that. And I've gone through that myself as well. But um, it uh, it doesn't take away. And I think the, the reason, you know, once again, I'll point out the reason I also am angry is just I was wrong. I don't like being wrong. This is one of the only avenues in life where I feel like I'm pretty on point with things. And I just haven't been on point. Like I've been wrong about a handful of things. But the Tom one hurts the most because I just genuinely, and you can laugh all you want. I've been, uh, I've been laughed at. <laughs> people have laughed at me over DMs and all this stuff. I really did like him. Really did believe in him. Thought he was really special. I know that sounds super gay, um, and I don't think gay is a bad thing. But I know it just sounds like a, a schoolboy crush. But I really thought, you know, he really inspired me in, in ways of like doing these crazy big things that you don't expect from somebody in life and really committing to them, even though people make fun of you. And that really, that message resonated with me. All of this other shit does not. And now I feel like the narcissism completely seeps out, you know, and I don't find any of this admirable anymore. But that is a lesson that I'm learning. And, and it, you know, we can learn lessons from reality show. By the way, uh, I've been writing... Um, I've been writing, you know, what I would hope to be a book one day uh, and and a lot of ideas. And this is a chapter. This is a chapter. This is and, – and, and you might sound – you know, because all of this – what I do every day is wild. But I try to look at it through like a human lens, through an emotional lens, and through like looking at characters' motivations and things like that. So – this is what I do, so I treat it really seriously, even, you know, this too seriously, because uh, I also like to really be silly and, and have fun and, and make people laugh and make myself laugh, and I don't, I'm trying to find the humor in this, and it's just every which way seems like it's horrible. Um, so anyways, the the release schedule was crazy, so release that, like, two-hour recap, that released... Thursday night at like midnight, Friday, all of this shit broke. I got so many messages. I released like a 20 minute emergency episode. Then I did over on the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash so bad. It's good. I released a, uh, I did a live. I think we did like an hour and 40 minute live on Saturday afternoon. And I got to, uh, talk to a lot of you guys, you guys, the comment thread was like insane. It was on fire. Um, and that was so crazy. Just so you know, though, uh, we have a dollar option that's not supposed to be there, but it's just like, if you support me, throw a dollar. A lot of people think that give, so it's like the $5 level is where you get everything. Cause I do all the summer house recaps over there now, and there's 300 other episodes, but if you do join, uh, I'll be doing summer house episode that comes out uh, tonight. I'll be, that'll be out on Tuesday there, but I'll be trying to do more lives over there as well. So if that's of interest to you, uh, cause I have a feeling I'm going to have to yell more about this, go on over there. Uh, but just try to skip that dollar level. I know it might confuse people, so I don't want to get any upset. Uh, just want to let you know that right off the bat. So I did that, and then I woke up today at 10, or I woke up earlier, but Dana Omari, at IG Famous by Dana, who's been on the Pop Culture Roundup a lot, and I, I love her, she's great, she came on, and I thought we were going to talk about a bunch of entertainment stories, and we just ended up talking about the Vanderpump Rules stuff from back, from top to bottom, and that was like an hour and 40 minutes there, 
And I was going to release that today, Monday. But then I was like, I did this, I finished up at like 1140. Why not just release it? So I released it Sunday afternoon because so many people were still talking about it and wanting to hear and listen and be part of a conversation. So that's why I released it earlier. Um, And also I realized that it was not really a pop culture roundup because it was all Vanderpump rules, but that really has been domineering my thoughts and, and I got to tell you, I mean, I don't think this would have been a good weekend for it to ever happen, but pop culture to me kind of stopped this weekend in a lot of ways. There was a lot of little stories that I can bring up. Justin Bieber celebrated a birthday and he gave out little, a little tchotchke that looked like a silver lighter and it said something to the effect of like, I'm so glad I didn't get what I thought I initially wanted. Which also, you, I mean, anything that this Bieber guy does and this Haley does, you can read as like a shade to Selena Gomez. And I just think as stepping in as uh, a childish adult myself, I just want to shout out Justin, Haley, if you're listening, Selena, if you're listening, I know you do. Um, Guys, just stop. Let's, you know what? Let's not. Tom and Aria, there's too much pain in the world. Let's just stop. Let's just stop. Let's just say we're never going to be like, just stop. Haley, I think Justin loves you. Justin, Haley loves you. Uh, I'm glad you had that relationship with Selena. I hope you always have good memories from that. Selena, same with you. You're great. You're awesome. We're all awesome. I don't care who follows each other on Instagram. I really don't. Just stop with the... And, and Haley, it seems like you're a little snarky a lot in your Instagram videos. And that's probably because there's an insecurity that you are not a singer and an actor. But it seems like you do a lot of cool things too with your makeup and your social media. So you got your own thing, right? No, it's not your fault that your your dad, Stephen Baldwin. Don't be upset about that. But like, just knock out the fucking petty shit in like TikTok videos. I'm not saying she deserved it. I'm just saying God's will is always right. Who cares about any of that shit? Let it go. You've got your dream man. I'm sure it's very difficult to actually be with him in reality, but at the end of the day, he's your dream man. You won. And Selena, you won in a completely different way, but everybody's winners here. You're all beautiful. You're all very, very pretty. Knock it off. Like, just knock it off. Okay. So I released that, and then uh, I just didn't want to... uh, I didn't, I had Andrea's interview and I didn't want to tack into that Vanderpump Rules thing because I was like, dude, no, Andrea gets his own show. Andrea deserves this because he, I, I, it's good to have those people that just make you happy and make you smile. So I do want to read a couple of other things in regards to the Vanderpump Rules stuff that broke after um, I had already went to press with the podcast. This is all to be taken with a grain of salt. Remember, do not believe what I say, what you read, all that stuff, until you see actual sources that aren't like sources say. When you get a name with the source, the source is, then you can start believing those things. Okay, so this is from uh, a Reddit account, uh, Burger Sub Princess. Great name. So this person uh, put together a list of verified tea, which I think that's that go- that's like total verified tea. There's no verified tea. Just saying something with the word tea in it does not mean it almost means it's not verified. But this person says it's verified tea. Says they've been on a full blown affair since the summer. They would wear full disguises to go on dates, which is weird because it always looks like Sandoval is dressed in disguise regardless. Um, also, I do want to point out a lot of people keep pointing that Raquel and Sandoval or Sandoval dressed like Raquel for Halloween. Um, I do want to tell you guys that was a 
Like, I remember that, and I knew people that were over there. That was a complete joke to shade Katie, because Katie Maloney made fun of Raquel's outfit at BravoCon, which was the Tom Tom thing. So that wasn't even Tom's idea to dress like that. So uh, they could have had a full-blown affair, but that wasn't Tom going, I love you, Raquel. I don't want to defend Tom at all, but that was a joke, and it was a snarky get back at Katie in a way. Uh, also, I talked about the lightning necklaces that they supposedly both have. Tom had that lightning necklace for a long time. He might have gotten one for Raquel, or Raquel might have bought one for herself. I mean, I'm sure it is a message to Sandoval, like, I, I, I love you, I love you, Sandoval. But, um, you know, Tom's is way bigger, too. So, uh, yeah, Ariana supposedly found, or she did find something on Tom's phone. Wednesday night at Tom Tom, they immediately left. Um, there was a dust up between Sheena and Raquel in New York after Watch What Happens Live. The camera crews are filming again. Uh, they went up on Friday. They were filming at Ariana and Tom's house, and I believe they were filming today as well. I think they're going to be filming some things this week as well. Now, this was said, it's confirmed, Tom and Raquel spent Christmas together in St. Louis. I know Tom is from St. Louis. I don't know if this is true. This sounds really fishy. Um, so I can't confirm that. Tom and Raquel were together today. It's unclear if they were filming or not. That is true. Uh, Tom literally feels no remorse and is trying to play the victim. He is saying they've been having problems for years. And due to Ariana's depression, her grandmother, and then her dog, there was never a good time to end it. Uh, that's a gigantic fuck you on all those, Tom, if that this is true. But once again, this is just something that somebody wrote on Reddit. And I do want to remind people that anybody can write anything on reddit i hope this is not the case if he has no remorse for this then it's like american psycho then it truly even is another example of how he is like Jax taylor it's sociopathic behavior and especially for someone who was cheated on by you know like literally his ex-girlfriend Kristen doty blew Jax while watching drive in his shitty apartment while he slept in the other bedroom like this shit is wild and yes, Ariana did deal with all of those things. This is not the reason to not get out of a relationship with someone. And if it's something that you were interested in, if he was interested in getting out of a relationship with Ariana and all these things kept happening, doesn't mean you get into a full-blown relationship with somebody else. That does not mean that. <laughs> Sorry. It's not like, oh, uh, she's dealing with all of this. So I guess that's the green means go for having a full-blown relationship behind her back. Doesn't mean that. Uh, their biggest concern is Coachella. They are both very upset that they can't go this year because they'll fear they they fear they'll get ostracized. They're planning to sell their tickets and go on a trip. I can't confirm the tickets and trip. I can confirm that they were going to Coachella as everybody was as a big group. Uh, I can confirm that uh, he is very. I'm well. I can't confirm because I don't. But I know he's really. If this is true, he's very bummed because that dude loves Coachella. Uh, I was with him there last year, and uh, I do know they were all planning on going again this year, and there was a whole text thread about it, but uh, you fucked that up for yourself, dude. And if Tom does end up going to Coachella, I'm not one for shouting down people, but stay away from that, dude. Um, 
Apparently, everything that's been on Reddit so far is true in regards to the speculation and things everyone heard, including the post by Raquel's friend. I love this. Apparently, everything's true on Reddit. Throw that one entirely out. Now, the Dumois stuff is interesting as well, but it's hard because so many of Dumois stuff has proven to be false. A lot of it so, so true. But it's another one of those that you don't know the source that it's coming from. And Dumois fully admits that. Uh, Dumois posted this, how can this get worse? And there's a submission underneath that says, this empty-headed supervillain confided in a friend who is about to drop some screenshots, screenshots from December that are going to put the final nails in the coffin. So I'm assuming... That would mean Raquel. This was another one uh, Demois posted today. Raquel fired her PR team yesterday, which not so coincidentally was the same as Tom Sandoval's PR. Her new team is already on the offensive, crafting a narrative that Raquel is also a victim in all of this. When she films with Sandoval later today, she's been advised and is planning to break things off with him. TBD if that happens. The plan is to then go after him for screen recording the FaceTime sex session without Raquel's consent, which was uncovered by Ariana on Sandoval's phone and led to the unraveling of events. They're planning to allege that Sandoval took advantage of Raquel while she was in the vulnerable moment in life, clouding her judgment, then recording intimate videos without her knowledge. She will then go on an apology tour, relaying that she's devastated by what has unfolded and for betraying one of her best friends, Ariana. At present, Raquel is not taking responsibility for her role in this affair. She's more concerned with correcting the record on the finger banging vid than taking accountability for the hurt she has caused. And just for the record, she didn't have these ideas nor plans to distance from Sandoval until her new PR relayed their strategy to try and save her image. Um, okay, so there's a lot of stuff there. Um, Jared Lipscomb, who is very good friends with Ariana, and, and uh, I love Jared, been on the show a couple of times. He said he can confirm the PR stuff. Um, a lot of these people though, just realize that a lot of reality stars and especially Raquel, they're not rich. They don't get paid a lot for this yet. Uh, Tom and Ariana are in a little bit of a different boat because they've been there for so long. Their financial situation is a little different, but a lot of these people don't have PR people. Um, I obviously do now believe that Raquel must be obsessed with some or all of the aspect of whatever low grade fame this has brought her. But what a dummy to not have the foresight to think this through on any level, to realize how beloved Ariana is to the fandom and who <laughs> I just think proves that you, you know, I, I keep thinking she must be diabolical. But above all, the thing that I keep getting back to is that she just really, and I hate to say this, she must be an idiot. Like she has to be an idiot. And I don't like, but man, like to not take into account other people's feelings that are so close, like Ariana's like really took in her, taken her under her wing, her other BFF, Sheena did the same and to not realize what a bad situation you would be putting these people in just so you could bone Tom Sandoval is wild. But anyways, if we're to believe this, that the PR has convinced her to break up with him on camera. I don't think you can break up with somebody that you're not officially going out with. I don't think this relationship should continue regardless. Uh, if it does, uh, you know, I don't like, listen, man, I guess I'm all for mess. I just hate that it's going to be at Ariana's expense. I think at the end of the day, who knows, uh, Ariana might be of a bunch of different minds about this. Um, and sadly that I just think it'll further chip away at her, uh, distrust in dudes. And, um, that, 
she will eventually think this dude is a huge dork. And it looks like it turns out he is. Um, I just don't know. I'm really curious what his story is going to be. Um, I'm almost talking. I keep talking just because I'm hoping that something is going to come to me, that I'm going to understand this through talking to you guys. And I just don't think I'm going to. But that's fine. We have the rest of our lives to chat about the remainder of all of this. But these are toxic, toxic people. This is not real people. And I know this kind of shit happens to us as well. But let's try to go out of our way. Maybe starting this week is just try not to do the toxic thing. Try to set yourself up for success. But don't do it if you're going to completely destroy somebody else's life. Uh, I feel like you can be able... I feel like you can do things the right way and still get success and still find love. And listen, we're all human. So, you know... We're we're destined to clash with with each other and hopefully love each other even more than that. But um, hopefully we can learn from this that this is not the right way to go about anything. And I am not in support of this relationship. I'm not in support of what was done. Um, and I'm a Bravo fan, man. Like I should be totally like I should be so desensitized to this that I should not feel like you should be able to throw a brick at me and I wouldn't feel it because of Bravo. And this got me. This got me. By the way, I was watching Real Housewives of Potomac reunion, the uh, the third and final part tonight, and it was good. It was fun. You know, it was it was fine. But I was like, Mia, Mia annoys me because she just is just a liar. And it's just so accepted. Robin, to me, just and it always comes off just so lazy. Karen, Karen has her faults, but she's just one of those people. It shows like kind of the Bravo fan in me where I'm like, yeah, she does a lot of things wrong. But I don't know. I love her. I love her. Giselle, annoying as hell. Annoying as hell, but she looks good doing it. I don't mean that as like a sexual thing, but just her faces are all funny. Chris really angry so angry that it it kind of took away from his point uh because i think giselle was in the wrong in regards to inviting chris to the room and like then her team wasn't there and she felt uncomfortable but she told him this later and it just made into a big thing and i understood chris's emotion with that but i thought he was already in a power position where he did not have to get as angry with raising his voice as he did but listen i'm a dude i've done that before sometimes too and it just gets the best of you but it is not the best look so also i recommend watching uh watch what happens live because karen and larza pippen larva pippen was on there and michael jordan's son who's her new boyfriend was in the audience and that was a fun episode but it was crazy watching the whole thing and then watching andy question robin about lying the whole season about the one relationship I should have felt way more, but I was just thinking about Tom and Ariana the whole time. It's clouded my whole weekend is that I can't even enjoy these other shows that I love. Also, in Kardashian news, Kourtney Kardashian dyed her hair blonde. There you go. Big, big, big news over at Kardashian land. Big news. Uh, Chris Rock, uh, his uh, stand-up special Selective Outrage came out on Netflix. They aired it live on Saturday night, folks. Live. And I watched it. And I saw him in Vegas working on this material last April. He changed a lot of it. Uh, not my favorite Chris Rock special, but Chris Rock is really good at what he does. Um, I will always just remember watching uh, Bring the Pain, the Chris Rock special that really solidified him as one of the best stand-ups of all time, in my opinion. This was nowhere near that. The Will Smith stuff was great, but it's at the very end. There's some real good bits. There's a great bit on the Kardashians and Meghan Markle that I thought was great. So I recommend it. But, you know, it's hit or miss for me, but still one of the best to ever do it. The Will Smith stuff was good because you can just tell the anger he has. Because 
Nobody wants to be slapped by another man on one of the biggest nights of the year at the Oscars, which, by the way, the Oscars are next Sunday. So get your DVRs ready. Are we excited about the Oscars? Do we care? Jimmy Kimmel is hosting. Rihanna will be playing her song nominated from Wakanda Forever, which I think is very interesting. Also, we had the Murdaugh, uh, not the verdict. We knew he was guilty on uh, Thursday, but Friday he got sentenced to two life sentences. Um, so he will die in prison. They also shaved his head, uh, which made him even look more like you thought they couldn't make Mr. Murdoch look more weird. And then they did it. You're like, wow, you did it. You made this guy look even weirder, like more of a villain, but good. He deserves to go. He's very lucky that they do not have the death penalty because he should have been very eligible for that. The judge that presided over that trial, you guys, he gave a really, I recommend going and listening to the sentencing hearing from Friday because what he said, some of it was just, just dead on, just beautiful. Like really, not, I want to poetic, but there was like a, there was a narrative quality to how he was speaking, which was just, he's like, Murdoch, what did you say? There's a tangled web we weave. Cause that's what Alex said, uh, when he took the stand and he was like, uh, well, I met, he's like, and he, he, he extrapolated from that and he talked about you know, I know every night you you will see your wife and your son who you have committed the crime of murder. They will come to you. I mean, it was really riveting, riveting. Um, so uh, that happened as well. I'm trying to think what else is coming up. I mean, we had 90 Day Fiance tonight. But once again, I started watching that and all I could think about was Vanderpump Rules. Also, Vanderpump Rules commercials were all over Bravo tonight. They're like, yeah, we're the network that got Vanderpump Rules. Uh, also, Love or Life After Lockup. That's on Friday. I tried to watch that Friday night to take my mind off of Tom and Ariana. And it usually does it. And it did. I'm still able to laugh, but I will say Love After Lockup just ended a couple weeks ago, and it was one of my favorite seasons in a long time. But Life After Lockup, they've got a handful of couples in there that are really good, and then there's a handful that I do not care about at all. That I'm like, I do not need to hear Cookie or Puppy, or her name's Puppy. I don't need to hear Puppy's story anymore. I'm done. There's certain love after lockup couples you get behind. And I don't mean get behind and that you root for, but that you find extremely entertaining to watch. I, uh, I told Jake from reality Gaze, I said, please let me come on the show to talk about love or life after lockup because we don't really do it here. And I love that show. So I watched that. Um, we had, uh, we had candy versus, um, SWV uh, versus Escape. That show premiered tonight after Potomac. I did not get to check that out again, so that would probably be worth your time. We're coming up uh, in a couple weeks on Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trips Thailand, finally. Um, also, Real Housewives of Miami had their season finale Thursday, and it was just a wall-to-wall great season, you guys. This is the way you do it. And I was talking with the production company, Purveyors of Pop, um, and I was just congratulating them. And they were so nice, but they just did it the right way. I thought this was just a way of highlighting these women, a lot of mess, but a lot of relationship and foundation in which all of these relationships were built on. And I think that's why it was so good. The colors, the music, I'm so amped up for the reunion. It's on Peacock, but I'm sure after that it'll start airing on proper bravo pretty soon but peacock really is worth getting i think and i don't get paid to say that i wish i did but i don't but it's really good and then ultimate girls trip will pick up after the miami reunion 
uh, is over. So there is so much good TV. Plus, in a couple of weeks, we got Succession Season 4 and Yellow Jacket Season 2. And um, that's it. Uh, I have tons of other news stories to do, but I'm going to pepper that through the week. The other thing I want to tell you guys, and I know a lot of people half listen to shows or my show or whatever, so I'll have to keep reminding you this week, but I recorded a bunch of episodes on Thursday before I found any of this out. In fact, my Tuesday episode, I think, is going to be Zachary Reality, who is best friends with Allie, DJ James Kennedy's current girlfriend. And we talk a lot about it, but we talked about it before any of this stuff happened. So there's going to be a couple episodes this week where I'm still saying amazing things about Tom Sandoval. So I'll try to break in and and remind people that I'm wrong and I'm okay with being wrong. Um, but, uh, just so you know, I'm not an idiot. I'm not all of a sudden loving Tom, but I had recorded these, uh, episodes on Thursday. Also, I, I have a celebrity memoir book club. Those ladies who are amazing. They're on, I recorded that Friday morning before this broke. And I'm just like, why did I record? I don't, I never record this many episodes pre-record, but I just had the opportunity to talk to so many great people. And now I'm like, damn it. Cause all I want to talk about is this. So hopefully that's you guys as well. Okay. You guys. We're going to take a commercial break, and then we've got the man, the myth, the legend. He's back on Summer House, and he reveals in this episode, this ain't going to be the only time you see him this season. He is our Italian stallion. I think he's more than just a pretty face, though. I think this is just an overall really good guy. He's got a tequila company now. He's got a clothing company now. Uh, He's got so many cool things, but he also just, I think, just brings a smile to all our faces. So, Commercial right now, we come back and we have Andrea Denver. You guys have the best week ever. Let's make this good to make up for all the bad this week. Uh, thank you so much for being a listener of mine. If you're new, uh, thank you so much for being here. Uh, and and if, you, if you see fit, if you like the show, leave five-star review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and I will talk to you guys on Tuesday. But I wanted to talk about our sponsor this week. This week, So Bad Is Good is sponsored by our friends over at BetterHelp. Um, let's see. They, they want you to talk about a time that I learned something new about myself and what that experience was for me and how that changed my life. And uh, in regards to therapy, it is interesting. It's been uh, my experiences with therapy is learning that I can have confidence in myself. If you listen to this podcast, you know I struggle with that. And it's one of those things that it was so ingrained into me at a young age. Um, I don't necessarily know why, but it's that thing of, of spending the last uh, decade trying to uh, trying to erase all of those feelings or understand them. And, and, and in therapy, it was really interesting to learn that, you know, these little things that you can do that kind of start chipping away at the lies that you potentially tell yourself when you're younger. And through that process, you can slowly build confidence. Uh, but it, it, the frustrating part that is it, it takes a long time. It feels like a glacial pace, but it's one, one of those things that I constantly have to work on. And I learned that in therapy. Uh, getting to know yourself can be a lifelong process, especially because we're always growing and changing, right? Um, the last four years for all of us have been such a growth experience because we were at a standstill for a couple years. And it was a real time where, you know, we should have been taking a hard, long look at ourselves, but everything was so wild in the world that maybe we didn't, you know, and it was like this weird stunting of our growths in some ways. So now coming out or trying to come out on the other side of this, you know, we continue the journey and trying to figure out who we are as people. 
Now, therapy is all about deepening your self-awareness and your understanding of yourself, because sometimes we don't know what we want or why we react the way we do until we talk through things. So BetterHelp connects you with a licensed therapist who can take you on that journey of self-discovery from wherever you are. Um, this is something that has benefited me multiple occasions in my life. Um, after I was separated, after I got divorced, um, it has helped me at different times in my life where I needed something. Like, you know how many, th- I, I've got comp, I've got self-confidence workbooks that I've been recommended from therapists where I actually had to do homework about building self-confidence. I know that might sound funny to some of you guys, but it actually really did help. Um, it really helped go, this is a problem I'm working on. What are the steps to actually try to work on this problem? And are we seeing any improvement? And you can only notice that after a longer period of time. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You just got to fill out the brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. So discover your potential with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash SoBad today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash SoBad. I'm going to put all of this information in the show notes as well. And listen, Tom and Tom, the Toms, Tom Tom, if you're listening to this, I... I please use my my product code. Please just go see somebody. It'll be on me. But I think now is the time to journey into self-discovery about why you guys act the way you do. Folks, summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. Now, I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, and luckily, I found Quince. Now, I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I got a pair of tan shorts. I got a pair of green shorts. I cannot wait to style these for summer. And I gotta tell you, the quality is great because Quince has all the seasonal must-haves, like 100% European linen shirts from 30 performance polos, and versatile flow knit activewear. The best part? All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman by partnering directly with top factories and passes that savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. So upgrade your wardrobe. Go to quince.com slash so bad for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash so bad to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash so bad. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going. But there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef? 
homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good. Today we have this is an old friend of a show. I feel personally close with this person. Uh, I have been missing this person this season. Uh, with this show, they always say summer should be fun. And the last couple of episodes, I gotta say it's summer should be sad until <laughs> this man walked back into the summer house. This guy is a bright ray of shining light. I was watching this episode that he's in, and I swear to God, he he came in and everybody in the house was smiling, laughing. I was smiling and laughing. And you know, you, you could say he's a model and all that crap, but I, I think this dude is so much more than that. I was actually just on his uh, his clothing company, uh, which we're going to talk about, his tequila, which we're going to talk about, and also his return to the summer house and what the heck he's doing in his life other than the summer house. Andrea Denver, welcome back to the show. Thank you so much, Ryan. It's such a pleasure to be back here. You know, we had so much fun last year. And thank you so much for all the compliments because you said some really nice stuff about me and, you know, about my personality. And uh, more than more than just looks, and you know, it means a lot. So thank you so much for your well, words. I was praying that you were going to look horrible when you came on again. <laughs> that you would, I was praying you would gain fifty pounds. I was praying all this. And listen, you know, we just got to accept you're a good-looking guy. But the thing is. I think that the thing that I've kind of pinpointed with you, though, is that it really is so much more than that. It's like you bring this energy to like I even bumped into you at BravoCon and you were smiling, laughing. Everybody was smiling and laughing with you. Have you always been that type of person that has this great energy or do you go through depression? Yeah. Like you just seem like. No, a great... no, no. I mean, the only down moment that I probably had was like by the end of last summer, actually, if I, I got to be honest with you. Other than that, I'm like that with everyone. I'm always being the goof of the group, like, even with my friends. And people don't expect that. So a lot of people just focus on the appearance. They think, oh, like, this big guy, like, you know, it's kind of like uh, douchebag sometimes. I got that before, <laughs> just for the appearance. But yeah. then, you know, I'm, like, super open. Like, I just love to have fun, do a lot of pranks. Actually, growing up, I used to do way more pranks. Like, you know, I would do, like, a lot of fun stuff. So I, I just love meeting people, getting to know people. So... I usually feel pretty comfortable with whoever I'm around with and uh, trying to have the best time. Well, I think the fallacy in reality television, especially, is that we all we want is drama. All we want is fighting. And I really push back against that because that's fun and all. But what I do really enjoy, too, is people having a good time and watching a party happen and getting I people totally excited. You know? you. I totally agree with you. I feel like there is this stigma about like reality TV about just being drama. Which, you know, is one of my favorite words to say. <laughs> but, but at the same time, I feel like there was so much going on. Like, also, much more fun. Even when we film. Filming, compared to when you watch it, is way more fun. Of course, there's a lot of good stuff going on. Right now, it's been really dark. It's probably a 
kind of a dark summer overall but at the same time you know uh you want to see that and that's what i always try to do even everything even difficulties in life i always try to to have a smile always try to look forward even if it's like a downfall you always look forward for the positive uh bright light that there is an end you, of a it, tunnel. it really comes off like that completely and i'll talk about summer house more in a second but you would talk last uh season on summer house about missing your family and all of that stuff. And you finally got to do that family reunion. Isn't that correct? What was that I like did. the first time? I mean, it was amazing. Uh, I It's funny because it happened all really fast. They reopened the borders. My parents flew in right away. So I saw them uh, during Thanksgiving of last year and they came right away. And then at the same time, the same week, uh, Lexi come back into my life. Out of the blue, after not speaking to me for months and months, she came back. So I was like in a really weird spot. And in the matter of like a couple of weeks, I organized a trip straight to Italy to spend Christmas with my parents. Wait, within a couple of weeks, you already brought Lexi? You were like, yes, let's go because do the family I trip? Told, yes, there was something about her. That's why all like that moment for me, like realizing, okay, what did I do? Why did I let this person uh, leave me and, you know, like step away from my life? This person was great for me. Uh, so when I got back with her, when she gave me the chance to explain myself and, you know, I, which, you know, she decided to break up with me in the first place. It's just like things weren't clicking because I was like, there was a lot going on in my head. Yeah. When she gave me the chance to explain myself and understand, I was like, okay, uh, I don't want to say let's move fast, but you know, I'm going to Italy. I would love you to come with me because also my parents were totally fine with it because I didn't know how much I was struggling all these months that I didn't talk to her. So yeah. when when she came back, they wanted to meet her right away. Are we allowed to say, are you still with Lexi? Of course. Uh, yeah. All right. Her, okay. Like, yeah, all right. Yeah. Well, wait, yeah, yeah. did they did they try to get you to bring Lexi to the summer house? And would you ever bring Lexi to the summer house? Because that sometimes is bad. That could be bad juju for a relationship, bringing somebody into the summer house. You're right. You're totally right. I can see that. Uh, she's going to be... You're going to see her later on in the season. Okay, we got an answer. Uh, Andrea will be back later in the season. That's so because Listen, dude, this is what I need. I, I listen, It is a dark season on Summer House. Are, are you watching so far? Have you been? I, I haven't been watching full episode, but I've been watching a lot of it. So I know what's going dude, on. Dude, it's dark. And, you know, it, it's, I know. Uh, people are I, fighting. And I think it's going to get dark because I've seen this in prior uh, interviews and stuff. There, <laughs> when I came back, I felt more darkness. And, you know, as you said, I always walk in with the libraries. I still did when I came back, but I felt a little bit more uh, into my own dimension. No, into my own dimension because I didn't know what was going on. So I didn't know what, you know, what kind of conversation I could approach. It was an awkward moment for me. I felt a lot of darkness. Um, uh, so which makes me really sad because I care about all these people. They are my friends and I'm cool with everyone. You know, I get along with all of them and knowing that there is beef between them, it is such puts me in such a tough situation and uh, it's tough. Last season, you had this great example of like Maya was new to the house and she had that conversation where she was like, I'm not feeling completely welcomed. And then ever since that moment, you especially had made such an effort and I mean, yeah. a natural effort, but I love seeing that huge hug. You, you got, you picked her up and when you saw I mean, her, I was like, it was so great. I see Maya also like in, you know, the private life and stuff. I love Maya. She is a, a great person. And I think our relationship grew up a lot. 
I think also we spoke about at the reunion last year. And um, I'm really happy because I was the first person to feel guilty that she felt uh, unwelcome at first because that wasn't the last of my intention. So I'm happy that we worked that on and, you know, we became closer and uh, we're friends. And, uh, you know, I introduced her to my friends. Uh, she introduced me to her friends. So I'm really happy about the relationship that I have with Maya. What is your normal day like in New York right now? Like, and what I mean, like, so you you chose not to film Summer House uh, for, you know, you're in a happy relationship. That's probably not going to go over well. I was really busy as well because like I was uh, working on my two brands and I was like going to launch uh, Son of Wind. And I had to be in Italy. That's why last summer I was. So wait, son of son of wind is the clothing company, correct? Son of wind. The clothing, yes, yes, okay. it is the clothing company, and you know it's all made in Italy. So I and it's just two of us, like you know, it's just me and my business partner Alberto, which we've been friends for twenty three years almost, <laughs> and so a lifetime. And uh, I had to be there. I had to be there. So we were following the production. We actually had some issues with production, so we wanted to deliver the best quality product that we could in terms of like you know textile and everything so i had to be there but i was still happy that i was able to visit the um, the summer house and uh so my life is uh, every morning i deal with that because because of the time difference in new york i gotta wake up early jump on a call with him make sure that everything is all right we're launching summer collection next week so yesterday from far i had to organize i organized the photo shoot for the e-commerce because uh, he's more into the production. More, and you're more I, into the design. Yeah, image, everything. No, he does like most of the design. We do the, the design together, but he does, he takes care of like all that stuff, like because he's on field. So, you know, we touch base every day about it. But like in terms of like press, organizing stuff, you know, like uh, PR, like we have the stuff here in the United States in showrooms. I take care of all the communication, which is also what I studied at the university. And- so, I, I mean, you my, guys, you guys, I, I went on the, sun, I went on son of wind, uh, the website and it's beautiful. And this clothing you got, I mean, like guys listening, you should check it out, but girls that for their dudes, this is like beautiful. I mean, like I was like, damn, the outerwear on that stuff was like, I was clicking through everything. And it was like, this is like really awesome stuff. No, like, I mean, it's not a joke. We've been really happy. And, uh, the feedback has been great, uh, basketball player and loving it. We had, an, I don't even know how many players wearing it, buying the brands too. And, you know, do you have any Denver uh, also, Denver Nuggets? Any Denver Nuggets? I was, uh, uh, yes, uh, Pope. Uh, <laughs> Caldwell Pope, which is playing a great season so far. I'm really happy for him. And when he wore it, I was so happy as well because, uh, uh, you know, and it's funny because sadly he got injured that game. Then he went back. So he went back to the locker room and he put his uh, Son of Wind gear. So uh he had the camera all the time like looking at the and, it, at the wait, and did, when he put it on did it immediately heal his injury i hear this is healing clothing that will heal he you. was playing the game after so probably <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> and then what's the what's the other if you have a tequila company or a tequila yes. brand what is the tequila yeah, that's we've been that i've been working on that even from longer than uh son of wind because there's been a lot of research a lot of trips like you know uh with frank uh which actually is known as the milkman and he was at the bravo club house before uh you know he was a guest with, yeah. with andy so he has his ties to bravo as well and you know with frank we've been working on that a, a lot because also on that we wanted to deliver a really good quality product you know is uh made 100 of uh blue vapor agave it's all from mexico 
it's really smooth. So you're never going to do a weird face when you drink it. It like goes down like really good. Also, if you get it like on the rocks, it's like uh, perfect. It's not, I wouldn't say it's for shots. It's more for enjoying. It's like yeah, something else, you know, even the, you know what, by the way, the that's bottle. how I think of, that's how you are, Andrea. You're meant to be enjoyed. You're not meant to just, you're not a quick, Kyle, I think is a quick shot. Kyle, you need it like, but you are a person <laughs> to you, you, you enjoy, you know? I mean, I think that is a compliment as well. I mean, it is. Uh, yes. I, pre- I appreciate that. I let's say that I, in all this uh, business that I'm doing, I'm trying to put a lot of research and trying to focus more on the quality than the quantity. Which, listen, nothing against the quantity; it's just choices that you make when you start like a business. And uh, for me, it's about the detail and trying to research the best and keep improving because, of course, there's always room for improvement. But at the same time, you try to focus on what you deliver to the public because you, you want the public to be satisfied. Yeah, and especially if they're term. spending. Yes, of course. And if they're spending their money. They also, it's the same. Exactly. Long term, even with the clothing. I'd rather do like something that you keep for years more than fast fashion. You know, people prefer fast fashion. I prefer something long term that, you know, it doesn't get ruined. You, you know, you wash it, you keep it. You, it's like yeah. a piece, a life, you know, a lifetime piece. Okay. Back to the summer house. Uh, we saw you crying at the Italian dinner last season. This time you brought an Italian dinner in um, and Carl helped you prepare. You sit down and got, by the way, you guys, this is a really hysterical scene because it's not sad and troublesome where it, you know, ends with like glass being thrown, but you guys, <laughs> you guys talk sexy time and, and, and you, yeah, listen, you are dirty. You are a dirty, <laughs> dirty person. And by I the way, everybody, Gabby loved it. Gabby was like gagged. I mean, you know, I, I love because car a few times, even last year with the bondage party, he came to me and said, bro, I was so scared to do this. Cause sometimes, you know, you, you got to do it with some topics with me that can be awkward, you know, cause I love, I like to talk about sex and other stuff, <laughs> uh, but then people enjoy it and they, come oh, they love it. Like, oh, they love it. Yes. I, I love that. I love that they open up. I love that they enjoy, they embrace the conversation that we have. So it was a good dinner. We, that to me is what I think summer house. Like I always call it like when summer house is firing on all cylinders, like, you know, the fighting is like whatever, but that's what I'm saying. It's like a great moment where everybody came together and was laughing with each other. And I think yes. those are the moments. Like if we could have more moments like that, I agree. it's going to make these other moments like, but at the end though, you guys, there's this really intense fight, which is another board, like a game that they're playing called stir the pot. Where, so where did you blue. run off and hot? I was trying to find you. Did you run outside? Like where were no, you? No, I actually stayed on the couch, but then, you know, I think Amanda went in her bedroom. The other people went upstairs. I stayed down, I think with Carr and other couple people because, uh, you know, Kyle was like drunk in that moment. So it was like <laughs> going on fire. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you hear people screaming, crying. It was really a tough moment. And it was so late at night. You know, it was so late at night. We thought the night was ending right. Like we thought, yeah. I, I thought everybody was happy. Was, yes. I thought it was like going really smooth. And that bomb at the end of the night, a big turmoil. And, uh, you know, it's what it is. Uh, just crazy that that last question came like that because everything was like fun and chill before. And yeah, I was like, I was like, oh no, oh no, 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 no. And and I listen, I thought it was like a fun game, so I didn't realize Amanda was gonna take it that personally, and then it kind of blew up into this whole other thing. Yeah, I mean, neither, me neither. But I guess uh I guess you know, emotion sometimes takes the the best of us. So I think uh that that's what happened, and uh yeah, I mean it was a big fight. <laughs> 
Um, so, uh, how you said you speak, you know, you see Maya in your real life. How many other cast members do you see in your real life? And the other thing is, Paige wasn't there this this, yeah, this she wasn't uh, episode. There that, that we, yeah, she wasn't. Well, she had a family thing, but I think she was scared to be around you because she still feels the passion and she can't because she's with Craig and she's scared to do that because she can't trust herself. Uh, I don't know if that's true. Uh, it's, <laughs> but, I'm telling you, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, let's say, let's say that uh, I'm really close to everyone. Uh, I love, uh, I mean, I talk to Carr and Luke all the time, even if Luke is not on, but we, we, I miss really Luke. Good, uh, that's another dude yeah. I miss. I miss Luke so yeah, much. Yeah, we, we talk all the time. I talk to Lindsay and, you know, I love uh, Kyle as well. Cause you know, yeah. we, I like uh, getting like a uh, text out of the blue from Kyle and checking on me, we check on each other. So I love Kyle. I love everyone. And um, Sierra, of course. And I got really close also to the newbies, which, by the way, are great people. I was going to ask what, so you thought, what you thought of Sam, Gabby, and Chris. Did you like all of them? I, I when I got there the first weekend, I was like, I was like, damn it. I wish I was here like more often because they are a lot of fun. I, was, I We clicked right away. And I know that if I was there all over the summer, we would have clicked nonstop. Chris, great dude. And Gabby and Sam are just like hilarious. I, I love them. Great energy, you know, fun. Uh, it's like, uh, I kind of wish they were there the summer before almost because uh, they're like crazy. They're different than me, but at the same time, they have that genuine craziness, like yeah. good vibes. So, you know, I'm not uh, following the details of other stuff that's going on with them, but the energy that they bring when I'm around them, I'm so happy like to spend time with them. Would you ever, uh, I was thinking about this in terms of Bravo, would you ever consider doing a traveling show to Italy for Bravo? Because I would love to see- Absolutely. I would love to see your Italy through your kind of like travel guide. Uh, yeah. I just, I'm like, man, wouldn't it be great to do an overseas Bravo trip or something I, like that? I even think a summer, I was, not spin off, but like a, a different like summer. Yeah. Yes. Would have been, yeah, because I, I'm telling you, first of all, from the scenic side we would have got so many beautiful places but i also i think we everybody would enjoy i think if they would come to italy we would have such a surprising beautiful summer and it would be like about like visit place but also like a lot of fun because i think italy for fun is really underrated we have uh we know how to have a good time underrated dude i went to italy it was the best time of my life what are you talking i I think no 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 of course no no i'm not saying italy is a country i think it, it Italy as a country is amazing. I'm talking about the fun. The fun in terms of also like party, you know, like yeah, yeah, yeah. gathering with friends. I think it's really underrated because we know how to have fun. And especially after experiencing the Hamptons for uh, full time, you know, in the summer. Let me tell you, I have more fun when I'm back in Italy in the summer than the Hamptons. Like when you go <laughs> out. It's, a it's summer a house vibe. Italy. A summer house Italy would be so on point it would be amazing i think it would be great and also people will enjoy watching it and you know i would be my own dimension so i can be Bra- yeah bravo like- i'll pay i'll pay extra for that <laughs> i'll pay i'll pay extra i'll give you like 30 more dollars DM, a month bravo. dm them dm them <laughs> yeah um as we start winding down here a little bit what did you do for lexi for valentine's day what did you do uh, please say you did something were- good Oh, of course you know and it's funny because it was also our birthday a few days after so you know i I got a lot of gifts, cakes, and stuff. Valentine's was like romantic, 
we were traveling, so uh, I couldn't do the flowers as I usually do because we were literally like living the day after. But we went to dinner. The only sad part that we are big into Mexican restaurant. I'm not gonna make any names. We I got the reservation in this really high end Mexican restaurant, beautiful place here in New York. I was so excited for her to try because I tried before. And, you know, we always have our go-to-go spot, but I want to like, oh, oh I'm taking you to this place. She got sick. Her, her dish was bad. So oh, I was geez. like, oh my gosh. And she got Jeez. sick. Yes. Oh, no. my, my, my dish was okay, but her dish was like, so it was a good Valentine's, really romantic. We spent great quality time, but the night time she got sick. So it was like, uh, a trouble night, let's say, because uh, fortunately the food wasn't as good as I thought. So, and we always said we're not gonna go back. It's like, okay, babe, we're never gonna go back. <laughs> tough, tough question. Would you? Are we getting to engagement territory? Are we getting to like? I mean, what? How do you like? When do you know that it's right? I mean, it seems like you already went through heck to even get her back. When do you decide if now's the right time? Are you thinking now, that way at all? No, Lisa Ryan, that was the, the old situation. Like when I realized that I let this person sleeping away from my life, even if it were, was her choice, I was like, what did I do? Because I thought I could rebound. I could I, I could cope with it my own way. You know, I've been in a relationship. You know, I used to have my good old days as a playboy in New York City, you know, having fun. But at the same time, when I met her, like my life, my priorities, like, you know, change. And I started realizing that it was the right person for me. So we're definitely getting that territory. I don't know how soon, but at the same time, the fact that I'm spending time, the fact that, you know, I'm like changing my priorities. You it, haven't felt this way about somebody in a very no, long time, you're saying, that, right? No, I'm saying ever. That's the wow. tricky part. That's the tricky part. And, you know, I've been in relationships. I met, I, I dated some really great people. I can't oh, you, Wait, I words. mean, you dated, you date, you potentially dated Madonna, if anything is to believe. I, I, mean, like... I, I told you that I did that. That was just a friendship. I'm joking, I'm no, joking. No, no, I know, I know. But uh, I met some great people, but the way that I feel about her and I felt in the past, completely different. That's the tricky part. And I'm happy that I'm, you know, getting to this new chapter and this new mindset and uh, new territory, as you said. I love it too. And it, you know, like, it just seems like uh, you're one of those people, I think that the audience wants to win, you know? And uh, I think that's like the best compliment because a lot of people on reality TV and on Bravo, you're like, that's a villain, that's a hero. And then the next season, <laughs> there'll be a villain, you know, like it switches, but you seem yeah. to have like rode this lane. And I was kind of wondering, just as somebody that likes to hear people's life advice and stuff, is there an overwhelming motto that you go through life or what you've learned or how you face a day or like, what is your overwhelming uh, way on how I you mean, look at life? I try to look at it with positivity, of course, a roller coaster. And, you know, I feel like the more I get older, the more you realize a roller coaster because you know also like unfortunately the people in your life they change it also like i've seen it with like i i'm italian so i love my family like grandparents passing away and stuff so you gotta unfortunately deal with that but at the same time i always try to keep positivity and that's also why i spend also love spending time with lexi because she brings me like positivity and you know it's nice to have somebody that has each other's back and you can I got to talk to this so, Lexi girl. I want to see you and Lexi together. on. I better see that on the summer house because I want to see no, how she well, is. 
Of course. I hope, uh, I hope. Because uh, the audience guys... will tell you really quick. The audience will tell you really quick. I know. You also got to see what they put on because you never know. Because I know. You I know. For like three days. So you never know what is going to be editing in like the way that it is. But at the same time, I think you got to be surrounded by the right people. And then also look at the life with positivity and uh, keep like looking forward and uh, try to improve from mistakes and uh, deal with stuff with happiness and positivity. That's what I always do. That's why I like to be happy and bring happiness to the, to the friends uh, that I'm with. Last two questions. As a kid, what was your dream? Uh, like, you know, was this in your dream category? What, what did you want to do as a kid? What was the dream? No, I wanted to become a broadcaster. I wanted, you know, to become a journalist and, uh, do TV. I wouldn't mind. I didn't mind to do TV, but I wanted to be like a journalist on TV, like a broadcaster. Uh, that's what I wanted to do until like 10 years ago. And then, you know, when I moved to the United States, I got scouted, everything's changed and, you know, I'm still here. So um, that was my first intention. What do you watch on television with Lexi? I mean, I don't, I don't assume you watch reality TV, but no, what do you really guys watch? watch uh, what do you guys watch? We watch uh, TV shows. We like mystery. Uh, we like, you know, mystery murders stuff. We like comedies as well, but uh, action. We watch a lot of like that kind of stuff. And we are really into, especially I am, but she now is too, in really Rotten Tomato reviews. Both audience <laughs> and the critics. Wait, wait. So you guys go on Rotten Tomatoes and look? Oh, I know. I mean, she, at first she was like kind of like weird, but then she's now she embraced it and she does it all the time as well. You know, um, Rotten Tomatoes a must before you start watching something. Uh, I don't. I give credit. I give credit to the audience ratings, but I give more uh, credit to the, the critics. Uh, to the critics, like for example, I was really shocked. I would just we would just watch Babylon. Which was a oh Babylon, movie. the Hollywood, the big three-hour yes. movie, yeah. And I think you have really have to have an open mind to watch that. I loved it. I think it was a great movie. The critics were in as a. I hear the last scene. I hear the last scene is insane. I I've not seen it yet. But I, somebody said the I last think scene. it was a. I think it was a masterpiece. I loved it. Loved okay. it. Uh, well, you, you heard once, it here once first. Upon a time in Hollywood, I loved it. You gotta have. Uh, you gotta yeah. embrace the moment, the era. There's so much going on. The 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 clothing everything is so good i think it's such a great movie three hours uh, for warping finally Lindsay and carl they're getting so much heat uh they're obviously in their Lindsay own they're in their carl. love bubble right. but you talk to them off camera and all of that stuff I've, do you think I'm they have them, what it takes uh, on saturday i'm going to we're going to dinner on saturday i love good, carl good. Lindsay. Really so you you like them, them as a couple you 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 i see... love them as a couple because listen let's keep the drama out of this because i don't even know too much of what really is going on the drama why there is so well let, let me tell you I, I'm, I'm, joking. I'm joking i'm joking no but let, i know them as a couple and I've seen from moment one till now. And I think, as I said multiple times, they got together the perfect time in their life. You know, uh, during car sobriety, you know, car getting sober. Yeah, yeah. You know, Lindsay doing a lot of like choices, which, you know, she reduced her drinking. And which, let me tell you, uh, Lindsay drinking less, one of the most, is so pleasant, you know, to be around. <laughs> no, I mean, it's true. No, you're right. I, we've seen, we've I seen her it. when she, we've seen, and I, I think this is interesting because when you do change your life in a positive way, sometimes that doesn't read uh, uh, on reality television as much as it does in your real life. Yeah, uh, so I, mean, I think I'm they're interested. doing strong. I think they're perfect for each other. They found them at the right time. They know each other really well because they've been friends for so many years. So I think it's a great match. 
And I'm really happy and I can't wait to catch uh, I, up. I'm so happy you guys are going out to eat. Okay, so yeah. Andrea Denver, the show is Summer House, uh, the clothing company, the tequila. I'm going to put all that information on the show notes, you guys. And the last piece of advice I have for you is that, listen, I know, I, I listen, I don't, you're a good looking dude. We don't like to talk about it too much, but listen, what'll help you is don't come into the summer house wearing a shirt and then only have one button buttoned at the end. That thing <laughs> was not, I was counting the button. No, that's not a style. That's look at my, and by the way, so for you, I, um, I got a shirt. This oh, is my, yeah. Uh, you're, you're working out. I can't tell. No, I, yeah, I buy, I, it was only $20 on Amazon, but anyway, like I was just cracking up because I'm like, dude, just wear like a big parka. Like let's like just wear a helmet and a parka and then nobody worries about your it looks. It was the Italian night. I had to dress nah. up and look as Italian <laughs> as I could. So uh, yeah, no. Nah. Dude, I got uh, all the time. I should bottom myself a little bit more. <laughs> you know, dude, you are such a ray of light. I really appreciate you doing this again today. Uh everybody loves you and and just thank you. And I'm so happy to see thank, you back. No, on this thank show. you so much, Ray. I'm so happy. Thank you so much for having me. I had another blast talking to you as we did in the past. And you know, I hope to be chatting with you really soon again. I gotta get your tequila and I gotta get some of your clothing, and you guys do yeah. too. So we'll talk to you again, okay? Amazing. I'll talk to you soon. Ciao, Ryan. Uh- Betches.